Today, the topic I want to share with you is called, I like new clothes. Pero hindi ito focus doon sa physical clothes. This is just a visual aid. Sa totoo lang, God gives me new clothes for my spirit. Okay? You have a spirit, right? We are made in the image of God, so we are not just a body. Hindi ikaw isang katawan lang. You're a spirit. And your spirit should not be naked. But hindi nakahubad ang spirit mo. Your spirit needs clothes. Right? If your body needs clothes, how much more does your spirit need to be clothed? And God gives me new clothes. God gives you new clothes. It's a gift. And these clothes are for your spirit man. Pangloob. Hindi lang panglabas tayo dapat magpagwapo to get the pogi points or to look good in the mirror for that uh, crush or for the office mates. You know, you need to look good in your spirit for the eyes of your Creator. So God gives me new clothes for my spirit and we need to learn how to get them on. You know, we're all born in this world without clothes. Did you remember that? You, you didn't come into the world with clothes. But we're supposed to have clothes. And in the first mention about clothes ever in all the history of mankind is in the Bible. Genesis chapter 3. Look over there at verse 7. It says that Adam and Eve, after they sinned, they disobeyed God. And it says here, they felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. Now, fig leaves, have you ever seen a fig tree? Yung dahon ng fig tree. Malaki ang mga dahon nun. It's about a foot wide. Pag malaki yung about one foot. And you can make if you have the, you know, creativity, you can sew some clothes. I don't know kung sa babae, kung two-piece or what, but you can sew a clothes. Now, let me tell you this. Pagbagong harvest yung dahon ng fig tree, it's about one foot, but after about three or four days, it dries up, it shrivels up, nag-wrinkle siya to about four inches. So I think Adam, after making his clothes... After about three or four days, he's going to have a problem. But even after they sewed for themselves, gumawa sila ng the best quality clothes they could make, hindi pa nasasolve yung problema nila. Nahihiya pa rin sila, most especially, nahihiya sila kay God. Guilting-guilty sila, and they were hiding from God. Because the point is this, mga kapatid, you cannot clothe yourself. You cannot cover yourself. They covered themselves with fig leaves, but it was not effective. Yung kanilang best efforts to cover their sin, to cover up their shame, hindi naging effective. They're still ashamed, they're still afraid, nahihiya at nagtatago sila sa Diyos. Nagtatago sa halaman. And then, God comes along, and it says in Genesis chapter 3 verse 21, the Lord, read it with me, the Lord God made clothing 
from animal skins for Adam and his wife. So God was the first animal killer ever. If you're a big kind to animals, tandaan mo, God actually killed, sacrificed an animal. God was the one who first, who, who made first blood on this earth. God took first blood. He took the life of an animal in place of the penalty that should have gone to the man. And God is still doing that today. He allowed Jesus Christ and the bloodshed of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus, na maging kapalit natin for our sins. Now, the fig leaves would shrivel up, but leather clothes could last for a lifetime. God made the clothes. God did not give them leather and let them make their own clothes. And the point is very simple. You cannot cover yourself. God has to cover you. You cannot fix yourself. You cannot fix your shame. You cannot recover from your mistakes on your own. God has to make it happen for you. God has to put the holiness on you. You cannot get it yourself. You cannot get it through religion. You cannot get it through trying harder next time. You can never recover from a sin unless God sacrifices for you and unless God makes a clothing to cover you. So point number one is this. These new clothes that God gave para sa spirit natin, number one is it covers my sin and shame. Romans chapter 4 verse 7 says, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. A quotation from Psalms chapter 32. Ang ganda. Now, blessed. You are so happy. You are so favored. Yung taong na whose sin is covered. The transgression is, is forgiven. And over here in Zechariah chapter 3 is another beautiful story of how God covers us from our sin and shame. Doon po sa Zechariah chapter 3, the prophet Zechariah sees a vision. May tinuturo ang Diyos sa kanya. In the vision, nakita niya si Joshua, hindi yung, yung kasama ni Moses, itong ibang Joshua, na isa, isa siyang high priest. High priest, tandaan mo, you have to be religious upang maging high priest. Dapat marami kang alam na scriptures. Dapat holy ang buhay mo. Dapat talagang you're malapit sa Diyos. Hindi basta-basta kahit sino pwede maging high priest. So itong tao nito, mabait siyang tao. How many of you think you're also a good person like that? Better than the high priest, you know? Talagang may qualifications siya. When Joshua, in this vision, was there, he was standing sa harapan ng angel of the Lord. And doon siya nakatayo sa area na kung saan maaring anytime may judgment. At lahat tayo ay tatayo sa harapan ng Diyos one day for judgment day. Do you realize that? So ito, ando doon si Joshua, nakatayo sa harapan ng Diyos at kanyang mga angels. And guess who shows up? Satan. Zechariah chapter 3, the angel showed me Jeshua, the high priest, standing before the Lord. 
the angel of the Lord. The accuser, sino yan? Satan, the accuser was there making accusations against Yeshua. And the Lord said to Satan, I reject your accusations, Satan. This man is like a burning stick that has been snatched from the fire. And then it says, Joshua's clothing was filthy. So the angel said, take off his filthy clothes. And turning to Joshua, he said, see, I have taken away your sins. And now I am giving you these fine new clothes. So they put a clean priestly turban on his head and dressed him in new clothes. Wow, not great. Now this, this Joshua, he's standing there. He would be, should be, could be judged guilty. Dahil ang suot niya ay, sabi sa Bible, filthy. And there was Satan there. Nagsusumbong, nagsasabi, nilalabas ng lahat ng mga kasalanan na nagawa ni Joshua. Maski high priest, marami siyang kasalanan. At lahat tayo ay may kasalanan. Just like Joshua. And someday there will be an accuser. Revelation says that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. Day and night, day and night, 24-7, he's bringing out the accusations against you. Telling God about your sins. Telling you about your sins. Reminding you so that you will feel guilty and just give up. Just quit. Because of the condemnation and the guilt. So here's the accuser. But what does the Lord say to Satan? He says, Satan, I reject your accusations. I don't accept it. And he rebukes Satan. And he says, this man is like a stick na nasa apoy, but it was taken out. Dapat masusunog yan. But it was rescued. And every one of us who are a Christian, if you are saved, you are like a stick that should have been, would have been, could have been burned in hell, but was rescued from the fire. By the grace of God, di tayo masusunog. By the grace of God, you have been saved. And just to make the point very clear, itong visual aid na nangyari dito sa Zechariah 3, the Lord turns to Yeshua and says, take off his filthy clothes and put on him these new clean clothes. They were given to him as a gift. And he said, see? Sinabi ng Panginoon kay Joshua, see, tingnan mo, I have taken away your sins. 
and I'm now giving you these fine new clothes. And this the same thing God is doing for us today. Kaya I want to tell you this topic na I like new clothes. Because this is what I mean. That God has turned to me in His love, in His turn to you, sa kanyang grace, and He said, take off that person's sins. And here, I'm giving you new clothes. It goes on to say that I will grant you free access because soon I'm sending my servant, the branch, and I will remove the sins of this land in a single day. And that day happened when Jesus rose from the dead. God removed the sins from all of mankind in a single day with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So friends, the, the clothes, the spirit, Spiritual clothes na binibigay ng Diyos sa iyo at sa akin has the purpose of covering your sins and your shame so that you will not be exposed, so that you will not be condemned and accused, but because God says, I reject the accusations. And here's what I'll do. I'll change your clothes. I'll take off yung dumi na nagawa mong kasalanan and I'll put on you clean clothes. Isn't that great? Number two, another thing that these new clothes can do for you. Itong spiritual clothes confirms my new position in Christ. Anong position na sinasabi ko? It's a position na kung saan nakatayo ako in a righteous standing in front of God. And maybe you have done a lot of wrong things. Until now, guilting, guilting ka. And you feel that God will not accept you. Pero mga kapatid, God puts new clothes on you so that He can accept you. Siyempre, sa kasalanan mo, God cannot accept that. God cannot accept filthy clothes on you. God will not accept you to fellowship with you, to let you be in His presence, to receive you into heaven. God cannot mix with unholiness. Dirty. That's why he removes the clothes and gives you new clothes. Hindi mo na feel ito because it's a spiritual operation. You might not see it, but I'm telling you, believe it. God has put new clothes on you. He put the very personality and character of Jesus onto your spirit and dressed you so that you now can have a new position because of Christ. Alam mo, pag pumasok sa mga companies dito, you know, you will see sa ibang companies, they have uniform. So yung clothes nila ay pare-pareho and you could even tell sometimes kung sino yung may position sa company ayon sa damit niya. Like, usually I could tell kung sino yung mga provincial government employees. May shirt sila which says something, La Union, 
or you could see meron silang bilog na mukha ni Manuling and you say ah oh, hindi tagalabas yan ito talagang ano that's connected yan sa Capitulio or they're probably working for the city or minsan makikita mo yung sa office yung nakabarong oy siguro siya yung director siya yung manager and sometimes makikita mo na this person may position yan sa damit pa lang makikita mo may position yan alam mo yung sinasabi ko and it's very it's very obvious that they belong in that office no one will even question them but if you walk into a company and you go doon sa likod doon sa mga nakalagay na restricted area tapos nakapambahay ka naka slippers ka i think they are going to not give you the access to go there they will not give you the privilege to have that position. God has a position for you. You're not going to be a unwanted visitor in heaven. You will have a reserved place in the kingdom of God. How about that? The Bible talks about in Matthew chapter 22, this great feast, a banquet, this is a wedding that the, Jesus told this parable. It's that a king prepared a wedding feast for his son. Now, who's the king, Kaya? Of course, that's the Father God. And who is the son? Of course, that's Jesus. And who is the son getting married to? Of course, that's you and me, the bride of Jesus Christ. Isn't that great? Now, in this parable, Jesus said, when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? And the man was speechless and the king told the attendants tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into darkness so be careful next time you attend a wedding na kung anong damit mo delikado pala mag-attend ng wedding na hindi ka nakabarong but let me explain what this is saying here it's very important to know what this is referring to because i don't want to be that man now, who is excluded from the marriage reception, the dinner, the feast? I want to be in, right? Don't you want to be in? You don't want to be kicked out. <laughs> but there was a man who was kicked out. And it says because he was not wearing the wedding clothes. There was some kind of clothes that he was supposed to have on him. But he did not have this right... I, I'm sure hindi siya hubad. I'm sure may clothes siya. He's not just naked. But whatever he was wearing was not the right kind of clothes. Notice, the king came in and examined the guests. But the king did not examine their performance. They were not the wedding singers. <laughs> the king did not examine... Okay, who's your connection? Diba madalas, they would say, ano ka? 
Kasi kami nang pinsan ko, we used to gate crash mga weddings. Because ang sarap ng food. So nagpakunyari kami na if ang kasama namin ang mga guests ng bride, we would pretend to be guests of the groom. That's why they don't know us. And then if ang mga kausap namin is guests of the, or family of the groom, we would pretend that we're guests of the bride. So we would just use uh, fake names just to get a free meal. So don't do that. But we used, to, we used to, when I was young, I did a lot of crazy things. So I used to do that. And it worked. <laughs> but usually they say, Anuka, who's your connection? But the king did not ask his performance, his connection, or any other qualifications, kundi isang lang, isang qualification lang. What was that? Was he wearing the right kind of clothes? I, let me ask you a question. Are you wearing the right wedding clothes today? Because here's the thing. Listen to me. This guy actually thought and expected he would be in. That's why he showed up. The guy who was kicked out represents the unsaved person who thought he was saved. Akala niya maliligtas siya. Akala niya katanggap-tanggap sa Diyos. But he was not. He miscalculated the qualifications. He probably thought that just like many people today think they could be saved, akala nila maliligtas sila because they are a good person. My family is very religious and I pray a lot and I do good. And many people have their own ideas and their own way how to be saved. Proverbs 14:12 says there's a way that seems right to a right it seems right to a person but it eventually ends in death. The point here friends is this guy kahit na akala niya in siya he was kicked out. And Isaiah chapter 64 verse 6 tells us that all of our righteous Deeds. Lahat na mga ating pinakamagandang, pinakamabuting gawain ay filthy rags. Now, Isaiah 64.6 does not say yung mga kasalanan mo, yung mga ginagawa mong kalokohan ay filthy. No. Ang sabi doon is the best things you can do. All of our righteous acts are actually filthy. Romans chapter 3.10 says that no one is righteous. No one. No one is acceptable on their own. No. So this is talking about yung tinatawag na our self-righteousness. Yung ating akala ko dahil sa ginagawa ko magiging katanggap-tanggap ako sa Diyos. But it will not be because you cannot earn a position. You cannot work and it's not for sale. It's a gift 
of new clothes to you that God puts on your spirit just like he put on clothes kay Joshua. Tandaan mo pa ito. Please, please hear me. The salvation, yung ating kaligtasan, yung ating position kay Kristo is a gift, not a reward. It's not even a reward for good behavior. It's a gift. So there's two kinds of righteousness. There's two kinds of clothes that you could be wearing. Maybe you're wearing one of these kind of clothes today. The one kind of clothes that you're possibly wearing is the clothing of your own righteousness. Your own right doings. Just like Eve, gumawa siya ng, nagtahi siya ng damit para sa sarili nila, para sa sarili niya. And God did not accept yung damit niya. God did not say, well, that's good. Let me give you an extra one para may option. No. God did not accept yung sariling gawa. Mismong Dios ay gumawa ng dam- And you might be having your own clothes. Trying with your own effort to please God. But the righteousness, the clothes that you have to wear are the clothes of Christ's work. We call it an imparted righteousness. Yung imparted means imported. Hindi na manufacture sa'yo. Inimport mo ang mga mabubuting gawa. Yung ibig sabihin, you can be acceptable and you can be a passer of God's exams not because of your own performance but because of the performance of Jesus. Okay? Please understand that. And you are invited to the wedding. Lahat po tayo, we're invited to the wedding. Free food. Free celebration. Everything. But there's one condition, one requirement. You have to be wearing the right clothes. And those right clothes are the clothes of Jesus Christ. Now through faith, by His grace, mapapasa atin. Another example was the prodigal son. Nakaroon siya ng position in the family na akala niya hindi niya kayang i-obtain. Dahil siya ay uh, nagrebelde, ginastos niya yung mana, pinahiya ang kanyang tatay, and he did a lot of wrong things. He was a sinner, and he ended up slaving in a foreign country feeding pigs. Ano kaya ang amoy ng damit niya? Taga hugas ng kulungan ng mga baboy. I don't think any of us have a laundry that is dirty as this man. Wala siyang ibang damit, wala siyang ibang uh, inaari, kundi kung anong clothes na sa katawan niya, yun lang ang meron siya. Wala rin siyang sapatos. He doesn't have any shoes or sandals on his feet. And di ba yung story is nag-rehearse ang prodigal son kung anong sasabihin niya pag naka balik niya. Sabi niya, at least yung mga alipin ng aking ama ay may three meals. Kumakain sila. Ako, mamamatay ako dito. So he started rehearsing kung anong sasabihin niya. And he was saying, Father, sasabihin niya, Father, I'm not worthy 
Hindi ako karapat dapat na maging anak mo. But just let me apply bilang servant. Magsaserve lang ako sa likuran na quietly and out of the way. Yan lang ang nasa isip niya. But when he was coming, malayo pa siya sa bahay, the father saw him and the father ran to him. The father put his arms around him, hugged him, embraced him. Sigurado bad breath na siya noon. Hindi nag-toothbrush ng ilang taon. But the father embraced him, kissed him, and ito ang first agenda. Before anything else, the father said, quickly, bring the best robe and put it on him. Bakit yan? Sa lahat ng mga aring magagawa dun sa anak niya, the first thing he said was, quickly cover his sin. Quickly cover the shame. Quickly restore his position. And then the next thing was put shoes on his feet. Dahil ang mga alipin, ang mga servants, they don't wear shoes. Put a ring on his finger and kill the best calf. Ibig sabihin na restore at nabigay sa kanya na isang position, isang rank, much higher than the servants. Kapantay dun sa mga kapatid niya. Na bilang siya as a son, even bago siya nagsisi. Wala siyang ginawang pagbabago, automatic na restore sa kanya na isang position dahil sa kanyang pagiging son. And when he had the coat on him, the, the father did not say, punta ka dun sa closet at maghanap ka ng mga lumang damit na hindi ko ginagamit ngayon. No, the father said, bring him the best robe. The best robe. Ibig sabihin, yung robe na sinusuot niya, yung ginagamit niya para pag maglalakad sila, pabalik sa bahay, yung mga relatives nila, pag tumingin sila, malayong-malayo pa, makikita nila si Papa at si Papa. Bakit dalawang Papa? Parang kap- kapareho ang itsura. Parang bahagi ng family. Isa sa mga sons. And he had that position. Mga kapatid, you have a position in Christ. You don't deserve it just like the prodigal son did not deserve to be a son. He knows that. You know that. You know you're not, you don't deserve to be, stand in front of God as if walag kang kasalanan when you know na meron kang kasalanan, when you know you're guilty. But you can become not guilty because God will take off the clothes of guilt and put on clean, new clothes that covers all of your sin and shame and that gives you a position with authority. The prodigal son got a ring on his finger. Sa panahon na yan, yung sing-sing na yan ay equivalent to our credit cards today. Credit card yun. Sky's the limit. Whatever you need, just use the ring. Pangbayad. Shoes. Party. Position. Authority. Influence. Do you realize you don't have to come to God like a beggar? 
you can come to the Father with humility, but with boldness, with confidence, because you're wearing a robe. You're wearing the righteousness. It's not the second best. It's the best righteousness. It's not the old clothes. You know, I used to say to, you know, before, before I understood, lagi kong sinasabi niya, ayoko lang pumunta sa impyerno. So, basta makapasok ako sa langit, kahit sa likuran, kahit sa pinaka-cheap seats, basta makapasok ako, okay lang. Kahit sa labas ako. Parang I used to have this mentality that if I could just get a part of the position, a part of the blessing, sapat na yan. But you know what? God has made you His favorite. Makikita natin itong analogy of being the favorite. <laughs> Can, did you ever think about you're God's favorite? You don't deserve to be, you, you deserve to be His enemy. But God's grace is so rich, He made you the favorite. In the book of Genesis, remember the story of Joseph, the dreamer? His father had favoritism and favored Joseph and gave him. The Bible says that Israel, yung kanyang father, made for Joseph a coat, a long coat. Yung common coat noon was hanggang dito lang. But this one was a long coat. And the King James even says it's a coat of many colors. Iba-ibang kulay. Which I believe would represent the many graces of God. The many iba-ibang uri ng mga favors ng Dios. Because Joseph was favored. He was given a blessing just because. Walang dahilan, just because. It's because his father loved him. And I tell you, you're a favorite of the Lord, not because of you, but because of him. He loves you and He blesses you not because you are good but because He is good. You become His favorite and you can wear that robe, the same physical robe na naibigay kay Joseph. It's like the spiritual robe that God is giving you today. Let's read Isaiah 61, verse 10. It says, He has covered me with clothes of salvation and wrapped me with a coat of goodness like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or like a bride dressed in jewels. He takes your old sinful self and actually, he puts it on to himself and takes it to the cross to receive the punishment that you deserve. But he takes off his royal robe, the perfect track record, ang bango ng buhay niya, and he puts it on you as a gift that you cannot earn, but you can receive. Again, you don't earn it. You can only receive it. And number three is that this new clothes changes my attitude and behavior. There's something very special. Sabi niya, special ang damit nito. 
pag isusot mo ito, magbabago ang buhay mo. It will actually change your attitude and behavior. Even in the physical, when, when you wear nice clothes, naranasan nyo ba ito na nagsuot ka ng formal and you, you, you wore your best clothes, new shoes, na somehow may effect sa paglalakad, sa behavior. The way you carry yourself, you know, the way you act is different than when you're just dressed na naka-shorts, pang bahay lang, then parang wala Parang yung, yung get-up mo na formal and, and expensive clothes, you, you act differently, right? You behave better. You conduct yourself like more professional. Pag uh, pasok ka sa, sa store or sa office or anywhere, somehow you feel na more, more confident. You feel, I belong. Hindi, ka, hindi mo kinakahiya ang itsura mo. Right? Because, you, it, like if you had good shoes on, bago, you're very careful where you step. <laughs> right? You want to keep it new as long as possible. The truth is, what we wear affects how we act. And if you're wearing your own righteousness, your own goodness, you'll feel guilty because you fall sometimes. And so you'll end up just treating yourself and acting and behaving in your attitudes and in your behavior. You'll just act like a sinner. Kaya madalas naririnig ko ng mga Christians pa nagsasabi na I'm just a sinner. Tao lang naman ako eh. And kung yan ang pag-iisip mo, yan ang sinasuot mo and yan ang magiging kalabasan ng attitude and behavior mo. But listen, if you're really convinced, if you really know that you are wearing Christ's clothing in your spirit, then it will change your life. The way you walk to work, the way you talk to people, the way you carry yourself will be different because you believe and you know that you're wearing royalty. Nakasuot ka ng formal designer clothes, very expensive. When Jesus cast out the demon from this boy. The demon was uh, hurting the boy and the Bible says na he was naked. Nakastrip siya. Tapos ang ikot niya dun sa cemetery. But when Jesus cast the devil out of that boy, the Bible says he was found clothed and in his right mind. Imagine that he was clothed. Bakit? Because, and the clothed, being clothed, made him also go into his right mind. Even if the demon was cast out, but he still stays naked and stays going around where he used to go, I don't think magiging sane, magiging ayos yung kanyang pag-iisip. But because he was clothed, because the demons were gone, he was able to act sane, behave normal. And we do the same thing. When God does a work and heals you of your sin and covers your shame, if you understand that, it will affect your lifestyle. 
But if you don't believe it, you'll just still behave ayon sa world, sa mundo. When Lazarus was raised from the dead, sabi ni Jesus, when he saw Lazarus, the dead man was walking and nabuhay siya. And then Jesus said and commanded, take the grave clothes off of him and let him go free. Ilan sa atin ay after being born again are still wearing the old clothes. Ibig sabihin, the old lifestyle, yung, yung lumang pagkatao mo, yung lumang style of living, some of us are still wearing that when in fact, God gave you new clothes. But, bakit pag labas ka sa umaga, you're very careful to check the mirror, the ladies put on makeup, the boys put on gel and wax and fix your clothes and tuck in and look japorms. All in the physical, but how about dressing up spiritually? You know, your spirit is more important than the, than the body. When you wake up in the morning, dapat ayusin mo and isuot mo yung best robe that Jesus gave you. His mercies are new every morning. Which means ang kanyang clothes, the new clothes that He gives you, are actually new every morning. They don't get old. <laughs> Even if you send yesterday, hindi mamamancha ang clothes that God gives you. You cannot tear it. You cannot ruin it. The spiritual clothes that you wear are new every morning. Don't leave home without wearing them. Don't leave home without taking your faith and putting on those clothes that God has given you. Look at... Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25, uh, 22. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. You were taught to strip off your old nature, which is being ruined by its deceptive desires, to be renewed in your mental attitude and to clothe yourselves with the new nature which was created according to God's image in righteousness and true holiness. You're supposed to put some things off. Take off that old identity, the old self-image, the old you. Nung si Jesus ay pinagaling niya si Bartimaeus, isa sa mga bulag, when... Jesus called him. Agad, agad. He jumped up to his feet. He took his old coat. Yung coat, kasi ang mga bulag noon, meron silang coat which they put out like that. Parang wala silang can or alam mga beggars na humihingi ng pera. They have like a box or a, a plate or something. In those days, the beggars used their coat. They spread their coat and then people would put coins. They would drop money. Then they would, yan ang kanilang hanap buhay, begging. So when Bartimaeus was being called by Jesus, he jumped to his feet. He threw away. He threw off his coat and he came to Jesus. And I think that's important for us to do so that we are no longer carrying with us 
our old identity. Ang kanyang coat was a beggar's coat. A poor man's coat. And you got a new identity. You got new clothes. You won't need that old self-image. You won't need those old habits anymore. You won't need to keep carrying yung mga lumang clothes, yung lumang pagkatao mo. Just throw it off. And every morning, put on the new life. Now, how do you put it on? How do I put on a new clothes that God gave me? In Galatians chapter 3, verse 27, napakalinaw po how na may susut natin yung binigay ng Diyos ng bagong damit for our spirit. Galatians 3.27 All who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. When you are baptized in the water, it's like you're immersing yourself. You're being totally clothed with the right standing, the right status of Jesus Christ himself. If you have not yet received Christ through putting on Jesus to you in baptism, I challenge you, I I plead with you, I beg with you to put on Christ. Receive the free gift of his clothes. Be baptized to have your sin and your shame covered to have confirmation of your new position in Christ. Baptism is a confirmation. Baptism is a time and a place when it's made official and obvious that you're wearing Christ's clothes now, not your own goodness, but the gift, tinanggap mo ang gift of the goodness of Jesus. Napapasayo ang kanyang track records. And then it also is a time when you can say, I am now changing. I'm changing my attitudes, changing my habits. And there's a power not before you wear the clothes. There's no power. You know, before I was baptized, I wanted to do good. I tried to do good, but I could not. There's no power. But when I was baptized and I put on Christ, the power was activated. There is the change in our attitude and in our behavior. Because the resurrection of Jesus. Think more. When Jesus came into this earth, when he was born, the Bible says they wrapped him in what kind of clothes? Swaddling clothes. You know, swaddling is young, very tight, like a like strips, bandages, bondages. It's, it's, it's really the same type of wrapping that they did to him when he died. In fact, in some cultures, they still swaddle babies. They wrap them up for some different reasons. Jesus had his birth, and he was wrapped in those clothes, and at his grave, he was wrapped in grave clothes. But listen to this. When Jesus rose from the dead, you see Jesus namatay, nalibing, and he was risen from the dead. You know, we know he went back to heaven. 
But Jesus left something behind. Right? He left something behind. When he rose from the dead and left that tomb empty, there was something sa tomb. Do you know what it was? His clothes. He left behind those grave clothes so that you could have that. So that you could share in his death and also share in his power of rising. When Jesus was crucified, hindi lang siya na namatay. Before na naipako siya sa cross, he went through many sufferings. At lahat ng mga kanyang sufferings ay may halaga, may significance doon. Minsan pag-aralan mo yan. But first of all, I want you to know this. Jesus was stripped of his clothes before he was crucified. He was wearing a very nice clothes. The Bible talks about it being a seamless. Ibig sabihin, wala siyang dugtong. It was a whole piece, which those were very expensive, and usually only the dignitaries could afford to have that. Jesus wore a long robe, probably similar to the robe that was given to Joseph with colors, a long one, a quality one. It was so quality, the soldiers don't want to destroy it. So they gambled for it because they don't want to tear it. But listen, here's the point. Jesus was stripped of his beautiful and nice and quality clothes and left naked so that you could be clothed with his beautiful, nice, and quality Life. Understand, this, it, that's very important. He, his clothes were stripped off of him so that his clothes could be put onto you. So please, mga kapatid, take this lesson. Remember 2 Corinthians 5.21, that God made him who had no sin, to become sin for us so that we can become the righteousness of God. And ito ang ating uh, conclusion for our application to apply this message sa buhay natin. The first thing I want you to do is join me to trust with my heart and confess with my mouth that God does not look at my sin anymore. You need to have faith in two places. Faith in your heart and faith coming out of your mouth through an agreement with your mouth. Saying the words, God does not look at my sin anymore. Bakit? Because he gave me new clothes to cover my sin. I was embarrassed. I was naked. I was guilty. I was ashamed, but God gave me clothes to cover. So now when God looks at me, he doesn't look at my sin. He looks at these new clothes. Wow. Wow, nice clothes. Looks just like the one I gave my son. And you say, it is the one you gave your son. It's the same one. Do you understand that the righteousness that is on you is the same righteousness that was on Jesus, even though you don't deserve it? You don't deserve that. 
But it's a gift. Just receive it. And trust with your heart that it's true. And confess with your mouth that it's true. God no longer looks at my sin. The next thing you can say is that my new position in Christ is confirmed and secure. And the third one is I have changed. I am changing and I can change. Those of you who received Christ already, I know you've changed. Even if hindi mo na feel yung change, you've changed. Because sabi sa Bible, anyone kung sino nakipag-isa kay Kristo, siya isang bagong nilalang. You're not the same as before. Kaya siguro, mas matindi na ang struggle mo against sin ngayon kaysa noon. Kasi noon, magaan lang ang kasalanan because that's your nature. You're just like a fish in the water. That's normal. Ngayon, you're like a fish out of the water. <laughs> Hindi na magaan. It's awkward. You've changed. Trust in your heart and confess with your mouth. I've changed. I'm different. And I'm still in the process. I'm still a, a work in the process. I am changing every day. Binabago niya ako araw-araw. And this is a word of hope sa lahat. I can change. If you thought I can't change, I'll never change. I'll never get a job, a good job. I'll never have a family. I'll never overcome this sickness or that personality problem or that relationship. I'll never, it won't happen. For, I'll never change, you know. You need to confess with your mouth. You need to trust in your heart that because of the new clothes, you can change. Without the new clothes, you cannot change. But because of the new clothes, Shine supply and power for you to change. You'll act differently. You'll have a different mentality. You'll walk differently, more careful. It will definitely change your life. Basta alamin mo that you're wearing new clothes. You're wearing the clothes of Christ. The last thing I want to share with you is that now you can offer to others what you yourself got. You know, that gift of new clothes that you got, you can offer that to others. It's not hard. It's not a sales pitch. You just say, hey, you want some new clothes? <laughs> I mean, sinong hindi nagustuhan ng bagong damit? Hey, you want some new clothes? Let me tell you about the real clothes that you can have. It's a free gift. And last verse that I want to read to you. In the book of Ezekiel, the Lord talks about itong nakita niyang babae, parang bata na patapon, na isang bata na patapon. And that child was covered in blood and dirty and filthy. And it says in Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 8 to 10, that nung naging dalaga na siya, says she was already at the age ready for love. Ezekiel 16.8, it says, I spread the corner of my garment over you and covered your nakedness and bathed you with water and washed off your blood 
from you and anointed you with oil. I clothed you also with embroidered cloth and shod you, shod is the shoes, shod you with fine leather. I wrapped you in fine linen and covered you with silk. I adorned you with ornaments and put bracelets on your wrist and a chain on your neck. And he goes on to say how he made covenant vows and married you. All of this, the, 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 the leather shoes, the embroidered clothes, the fine linen, all the gold jewelries and everything. God did not just make you a little bit satisfactory. God has made you beautiful in Christ. He has decked you out with such a get up that nothing can, can compare. You don't see yourself as beautiful, but God sees you as so attractive. Do you understand? God is not repulsed when he sees you. This confirms it. God has given you such beauty, such purity. He has made you look wow. So go out and agree with how God sees you and act that way in Jesus' name.